0: This episode of The Jake is brought to you by MVI Home Care. Our primary concern is your health and well-being. MVI is built on integrity, respect, communication, confidentiality, and teamwork. We are committed to providing comprehensive, high-quality home health, hospice, and infusion therapy services in a safe, responsible, and cost-effective manner. Our goals and yours are the same. Your care and well-being is our primary focus welcome back to the jake podcast i'm your host jake brainy this is episode 12 the colt mccoy episode one of the few browns quarterbacks that had a nice shining moment with us for you know a brief stint before he was run out of town by bad management bad coaching and uh, his dad, who, who had to step in every time he got hurt. Um, another way to name this episode, the Josh Gordon episode. He still dons number 12. Apparently the Browns aren't giving it to wide receivers right now, forcing them to go into single digits in uh, training camp. So we still have number 12, Josh Gordon. And uh, my most recent favorite number 12 is the pick we traded that would have been Deshaun Watson. So, you know, if Deshaun Watson ends up being like a Hall of Famer, he was the Browns' number 12 pick that they got from Philadelphia, and uh, they ended up trading away. Now, they got a future first, and they got your real peppers, but you know no one's going to look at that until, if Deshaun Watson does well. So we'll see. But uh, and, and Luke McCown. Let's not forget about Luke McCown, the first McCown that was on the Browns, uh, donning number 12. Fourth-round pick out of Louisiana Tech back in 2004. Um, played after Jeff Garcia went down with injury. And, uh, and, and Kelly Holcomb, who was also still on that team for a little bit. But enough about the Browns. Uh, I'm not alone this week. Got a co-host. First time co-hosting since our uh, debut episode, which is still in the vault. Owen Stewart, what's up, man?
1: <laughs> Not bad. I thought we buried that. Yeah,
0: no, we I did bury we it. I, it still hasn't been released or anything like that. I
1: thought that one's ready for the light of day.
0: No, I I, I mean, the sound quality is pretty horrible. Um, it's basically us just at like 3 a.m. going over uh, ex-Browns that are in the playoffs on different teams. It was a great playoff preview. Great playoff preview. <laughs> I knew way too much about guys that were like barely on the rosters of the Steelers and and you know Patriots and even like the Lions had a guy or two it's like it was it was pretty bad
1: and the 4am recording time brought something special out of it
0: yeah that's true oh and the biggest thing was it jumped because that was daylight savings, so we skipped an hour. We went from like two to like oh, it's approaching three o'clock, and then it was four o'clock. We're like, oh my god, this was <laughs> a big mistake. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that that is still in the vault. Probably won't be released until uh, I don't
1: know. I make it big time, and, and I got a lot of fans and people buying T-shirts. And I I must say, because now that I know I'm on the Colt McCoy episode, yeah, of all the Browns quarterbacks, McCoy was the guy. Who I thought, no way he doesn't make it. I so, love Texas Colt McCoy. I He's was, my favorite.
0: I was very much a fan of Colt McCoy. I loved when they picked him in the third round because they're getting talk of picking him early. And I'm like, I don't really like that. And then he waited until like the end of the third round the Browns picked him. I was like, man, I, I kind of love that. And then they brought him in and he actually had some pretty good games. He beat the Patriots which a lot of people forget about that, is he had a rushing touchdown, and Peyton Hillis went off, and that team beat the Patriots, it was kind of like the Mangini, uh, like, payback
1: game. Yeah, the (laughs) Manginius years.
0: And unfortunately, he had some, like, injury issues, and his dad was, like, very outspoken. And it just didn't help that, like, that was in the middle of the carousel of, like, head coach, GM, quarterback, like, everything was never the same two years in a row. So, I was a bit, like, Brady Quinn's always the guy that I go to as the, I don't know why that didn't work, but Colt yeah. McCoy's right there, too. Yeah. So, so, man, what's going on? Uh, tonight's the All-Star Game. Yes. First half of baseball's been pretty great. You're a Yankees fan. It's been nice. They are right now, I mean, for a while they were in the leader I mean, for the East. Yes. Now they're a wild card, but they're still in it.
1: Uh, yeah. What do you think? They need to pitch better. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they outperformed. I'd say sure. What I thought going into the year, mm-hmm. going into the year, I thought they maybe finish the season playing the way that they played in the first half. Okay, and kind of almost did like what the Astros did a few years ago because they are very young. Yeah, um, it seems like I this kinda was kinda almost every supposed to be. Getting hurt. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's true. It just seemed like this was supposed to be like the year two of the rebuild, like the yeah. see you see it in the second half type stuff, and then next year was the compete year. But I yeah. think they've kind of. Just like exceed, like you said, exceeded everyone's expectations, yeah. and that probably puts them in a tough spot come trade deadline because you want Very, them to make a move, yeah.
1: but at the same time they're not even supposed to be where they are yet. Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they stay. Uh, I think they have enough to get to the playoffs in the right. American League. Yeah, and be in that wild card game at least, mm-hmm. unless you're getting a pitcher who's going to no doubt win that wild card game for you. Yeah, even if you win that, then where are you? Yeah and, it's I don't think, don't well enough. yeah, and I don't think that pitcher is available,
0: that like, no. you know, like Ace, like there's a lot of really good pitchers available, like people were talking about Sonny Gray and Jose Quintana yeah. and, uh, you know, the, basically anyone that pitches for Toronto, yeah. uh, they've got some good pitchers. Like, there are a lot of guys available, but none really seem like that guy that you put out there, like, you know, the Astros have uh, Dallas, yeah. you know, uh The Indians have Corey Kluber and Carlos Carrasco. You know, there are a lot of teams that have that guy that you put out there and you're like, that's the
1: ace. And I feel like the Yankees, A, don't have an ace, and there isn't one available. You've seen Severino and Mm Stints look really good. He's very young also, so you hope he can develop into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you just got to hope Tanaka isn't hurt and returns to form. Yeah. Because he's not... His last few starts have been better, Mm -hmm. but he's still not where he was. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I think the big
0: thing has been that Aaron Judge, not only did he win the home run derby last night, and is he, like, kind of looking like a lock for rookie of the year, but he's now, like, he's the leader at ML, uh, at, 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 at,
1: MVP. Yeah, I, so that's... Come on. Like He's going to compete for a Triple Crown. This yeah. Time. And he wasn't even supposed to make the club out of spring training. Unbelievable. Was,
0: yeah, he kind of was start pressed Hicks. in. Yeah. They're
1: going to start Hicks.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, they Crazy. always knew that he had this, you know, the power and everything. But it kind of seems like this year he realized, I don't need a swing for the fences because every swing for me is yeah. to the fences. Make contact. He's done the loss. He's struck out a lot, but he's also gotten a ton of walks. Yeah. That's our friend Bill... Believes that he's got like a robot eye because he's been he's able to a see a great strike zone, and anything <laughs> that's in the strike zone is usually over the wall. He's impressive, yeah, very impressive. So the the judge MVP talk won't die down because you know Houston's kind of like divided. They've got a lot yes. of good players. Yeah, it's hard to really pick an MVP when Springer's got 27 mm-hmm. homers, Correa and Altuve are both starting in the All Star game. It's like yeah. it's kind of hard to pick one yeah. guy there. The Indians don't have a really, like, Jose Ramirez is having a great season, but is he
1: like MVP? Not, not overjudged. Yeah. So he kind of seems like the the big look right now for MVP. Well, and a lot of it, you look at the Yankees, you look at all their shortcomings. I mean, they, I don't know who the hell they're ever going to put at first base, <laughs> who's going to yeah. do anything this year. Mm-hmm. They, they're they one of the only teams in baseball that gets no production out of that position. Yeah. They don't pitch well, so you go, how is this team contending? oh, this big guy in the middle of the lineup. Yeah, So yeah. And, I think and, that helps him. And yeah, and since Sanchez came back, he's been great.
0: Yeah. And Starling Castro has been just like an unbelievable get for them yes. from the Cubs a few years yeah. ago. Crazy that that trade kind of like didn't hurt them in the slightest. And... Yankees have won, the Yankees. yeah, and Yankees have actually done really well with their most recent trades. You know, Brian Cashman from the Cubs, yeah, from well from the Cubs and also the Indians. Indians yeah, Yankees was kind of like yeah. one of the few win win trades. And you've seen
1: it with Fraser up right, yeah, now. yeah. Frazier's already.
0: up right now, and they still have Justice Sheffield down there, mm-hmm. and the Indians got Miller, who's an
1: All Star, who was amazing last postseason, I tell you, and they still got him for a year and a half. I know, and that kills the Yankees because that's where they need a guy right now. They right. need a bullpen guy. They could use they, they a, somebody. Could use Andrew Miller, they but, could use anyone but Tyler Clippard out there. But <laughs> like you said, they got so much in return. One of my favorite things to talk about with
0: the Yankees <laughs> is and and it's everyone's favorite is Brett Gardner. Now, <laughs> for those not knowing, uh Owen is a he thinks Brett Gardner is very overrated. Yes. He, like you like him as a player, yes. but you think he's like a seventh eighth hitter. Or yes. fourth outfielder yes. kind of type guy.
1: Yes, 100%. Okay. If he was the fourth out, he's Ricky Leday. He's a little better than Ricky Lede. <laughs> okay. He's like Ricky Lede without the headache that Ricky Leday was. <laughs> right. But he doesn't do anything spectacular. Yeah, he's but he stealer. Can't, but he can't steal bases. Okay. <laughs> he's a base stealer who doesn't steal do bases. <laughs> okay. He's useless. Okay. He's basically Jacoby Ellsbury's little brother. Okay. Like you want him to be as good as Ellsbury. Right. And when they got Ellsbury, everybody goes, oh, we got Gardner. And then Ellsbury plays, which he never plays a full season. But when he does play, he does everything Gardner's supposed to do. And everything's inflated because you're in New York. Yes. And you get all that love. And he was also, outside of Cano, position player wise, he's the only guy they've produced since those 90s, too. So I think that's Mm -hmm. a big part of it where everyone's like, oh, this is. Right. Homegrown type thing. Okay, I can appreciate that. I would hope they grow better at home like they've been doing now. <laughs> yeah, no, they've been doing fine. Or they've been at least getting guys young enough yes. to make
0: them yeah. Home, oh, home yeah. But Sanchez and, and Judd were both homegrown guys. Yeah. They've kind of been doing that. And yeah. uh, they've traded for young guys. That, you know, Frazier... Yeah. I guess you could say Clint Fraser's a homegrown guy. To now that you traded extent. for He's him... He's not even
1: a full year in the organization, but yeah. to a certain extent.
0: I, I mean, you know, he never even played in, in and ap- he never had an at-bat ap- for the Indians. Yeah. They never brought
1: him up. So, I mean, it's hard yeah. to say that they didn't grow. I him. Think really when you're talking about homegrown guys, you're just talking about um, not doing like the Gian B A rod stuff where they go out... Pay big money for these guys. I think, yeah, I mean, really, ninety percent of fans. How many people are really following the farm system? Right. So ninety percent of people. <laughs> yeah. Ninety percent of people are like, "Oh, this guy's from our minor league, homegrown. Yeah. Adams since day one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, even with the amount of turnover in minor league baseball, nobody actually has a guy since
0: day one. No, it's, it's true. Nuts. You're you're right. The the amount that there is turning over that people don't see, it's underneath behind the curtain. You're right. Yeah. Um. So. It's the, it's the all-star game tonight. Yes. Um, No one really cares about who wins the game because it never really matters. It's hard to predict. Thank God it doesn't matter anymore. Bro. Yeah, I know. That was the dumbest the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest thing in the world. Really
1: like, tell kids and like, grandkids about that. <laughs> like, watching this stupid like,
0: exhibition c- game. Congratulations. Like, Shane Spencer <laughs> in the ninth inning is deciding like this because Detroit had to have oh, an all-star. Spencer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, all right. Yeah. So, don't care about the game itself. But, second half
1: you got in the World Series ALNL champ uh, in the American League I think it's hard not to go I really like the Indians yeah I really like them nice and I I can't get over I know Houston's very good Mm-hmm. but they play in the West and the West teams stick yeah not very good but neither is the Central outside it's true too but, like, outside of the, outside of Houston, mm-hmm. the Angels stink. Yeah. Once Trout went down, and they don't pitch at all either. Oakland, I think, forgot to put a team together this year. Okay. Somehow swept the Yankees in a four-game series, though. Uh, who else is out west? Can't even think of it. who's out there. Angels, Mariners, A's. Mariners, yeah. The Mariners are just the worst. Yeah. The Mariners are constantly, like... Nelson Cruz, Cano. Those are the perfect players for out there. Right. They'll go pay them big money. They'll come to town. People will be like, oh, the Mariners are good. And then they forget to play that weekend. And yeah. they're awful. Yeah. It happens all the time. I love your pick of the Indians. Um, I like the Indians. I, I, think, I think the
0: recent success always plays a factor in today's MLB. Yes. You have the team that was there last year. I, I always like to give them a little bit of a bump because yeah. usually they're returning a lot of guys over there. Um, you look at what the Indians have done in the American League alone, now they're like they're seven games over five hundred, which isn't anything to write home about. But their record against the NL, their record against the NL West is two and nine, which is which is unreal. What they got they played, they, well, they got swept against Arizona. They lost yeah, two out of three yeah. against the Dodgers. That's a good team. Um, yeah, no, Arizona's good Arizona's too, good and too. they lost uh, they they lost two games to Colorado. They had a two game set, awesome, and Michigan. Colorado's been great too. And then they lost two out of three to San Diego. And then they lost two out of three to Cincinnati, who isn't good. <laughs> no. But it's just, it's just funny that like you look at just what the Indians have done in the American League, and they're like 16 games over 500, as opposed to just being seven games yeah. over. So it's kind of weird. They're, they're, they're a weird team right now. They're finally all healthy. Some of their guys yeah. were slumping. Some guys are doing great now. It's It's been a weird team, but I think yep. that they have the right combination come playoff time. To get back to the World Series, and I don't think the Cubs are going to get back. I don't the think Cubs so. are in a difficult
1: spot. Yeah, I think that. I mean, that to me has been my biggest surprise of the year. Yeah, that they've not a World Series hangover, but almost like it's similar to like 2004 with Boston mm-hmm. or 2005 yes. with Boston. No,
0: I know it. Yeah, I know once what they talking won. About, yeah.
1: Once they won the World Series, you get that big curse. It's a huge hurdle to climb, right? and you have that good team and everything's about that, about breaking the curse, breaking the curse, then you want to say the next year you're going to come out with that same Mm -hmm. intensity and everything, but there's just that little extra, something missing. Definitely notice it. I mean, and that isn't even just baseball. You see that in a lot of different
0: sports. You see the Super Bowl hangover. That's usually the loser you get that from. Um, this year, you know, the Cavaliers were so lethargic in the NBA for a very long time. They still got back there, but that's mainly because the NBA is a weird league where if you have a superstar, anything can happen. Baseball, <laughs> it helps football, out the best football, superstar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and when you have the best superstar, it's but um, but like back to back to baseball. I I like the Indians too. I'm always going to pick my team. I yeah. think if the Indians get back there, people are going to call me really.
1: <laughs> coming on this show and pick the Indians. For real life. That is something else. I mean, I, I was I was preparing for this to be Yankees preview. No, um, I don't. I don't like the Yankees to win in the in the playoffs. No,
0: but I like them going forward. I think they yeah. finally did a rebuild, and I'm I'm giving like huge shout out to Brian Cashman over the last did year and well. a half because he had been forced into doing something I don't think he wanted to do for so long, which is um, buying these oh, over yeah. overpriced. Beyond their years, veterans. And even like the Giambi purchase, you know, at time worked. But, you know, like a lot of these contracts, it was like, this is going to screw our team over. And he did a great job. He struck these deals at the perfect time when there was a buyer's market and there was no one selling. And he had guys to sell. He sold Beltron. He sold Andrew Which Miller. I never
1: thought he'd be able to get rid of
0: unbelievable that he was able to do that <laughs> and even just get anything. Just thank you, Carla Bellstrom yeah. for having a hot beginning yeah. of the year. And he sold <laughs> he sold a relief pitcher for probably one of the best deals anyone's uh, yeah. gotten for a relief pitcher. Two um, of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> two of them. That's right. And he sold Chapman for half a year yeah. and ended up getting the be- who is now the best prospect in the Yankees organization. Yeah. They've done a rebuild faster than I've ever seen a team do a rebuild.
1: It was it was quick.
0: Yeah, no, it's very quick. <laughs> they're going to compete this year. I think they're making the playoffs. I don't think they're winning the World Series. I don't think. I don't even know if they win the wild card game. <laughs> that will be that'll, be, that'll tough. be tough. I mean, if they make it they against the Royals, yeah. I think like that you know that they can beat the Royals. Yeah. Because uh, I look at these those other teams like assuming the Indians, Astros, Red Sox win the mm-hmm. divisions, I look at that wild card as Yankees, Twins, Royals. And and Rays as kind of like the teams right now, yeah. and I look at the Yankees as the best team there. I would love a
1: Yankee Red Sox first round. I don't think that the Red would Sox be... will get the top. No, the no, it looks
0: America. like Houston's kind of right. running away with this oh, with this one. Flying away with it. Uh, yeah, I mean it, that'd it be is... great
1: because I like the Yankees' chances against the Red Sox. We could. I don't say... think the Red Sox are as good.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think, think the yeah, the Red Sox are flawed. Um, I think we're destined for another Indians-Red Sox first round. Yes. And I think that'll be a lot tougher than it was this year when the Indians swept them. Yeah. But um, but I still like the Indians. I'm going to pick them to win the World Series. I'm picking them to win over the Dodgers is my, is my pick. I, think I
1: was I'm mentally... I'm Didn't to prepare with around. the NL. Nationally. Does the
0: Nationals finally get this through? Is, this, is it is it any of those teams out West? There's like three really good teams out West.
1: I'd like to see Colorado... Make another run. That'd be great. That'd be fun. And I really like Blackman.
0: Yeah, oh man, I'm, big a, big fan of f- I'm a big
1: fan of I this. didn't even know the guy existed yeah. until this year. I did a stupid fantasy baseball league that I don't check anymore. But when I was checking in the beginning, <laughs> Blackman was on fire. And I, he's the one guy who I've kept up with. I really like him. Um, I don't know. The Dodgers, they just seem like they've been knocking on the door for so many years. But I yeah. can also see... Just something wild happening. yeah, Just out of nowhere.
0: They and the Nationals have always yeah. screamed to me like the team that doesn't get it yeah, done. Yeah, I'd like so to it's see kind the of Nationals funny. Th- try to do it Yeah,
1: uh, I, get a shot. I
0: would love to see Rockies. Rockies-Indians, to me, yeah. would be awesome That'd be because it would be two small market clubs. Major League Baseball would have a fit. <laughs> you know what? Ratings. Fine, let them have that. Yeah, no. And it should have been Indians-Rockies back when we were seniors in high school. But uh, Indians blue lead <laughs> against the Red Sox. It was horrible, and uh, and yeah, and then the Red Sox end up sweeping the Rockies. <laughs> but but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for second half of baseball. I, yes. I love baseball season. I love the like the August baseball season. I feel like that's when the Indians do their best. Like it, for every year, they like quietly have a 20 oh, that's win what August. You built to. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I I love that. So I'm excited, but I am more excited for 5 days from now. Yes. Game of Thrones season 7. Yes. It's the mu- intro music we picked today. Uh, that was by no accident. <laughs> I am so thrilled. I've got lots of predictions. You've got lots of predictions yes. and over the last 15 20 minutes of this show that's basically all we're going to talk about. Um, the trailers have been so good. Yes. Like they have they are Excellent. on like movie trailer like Oscar winning type stuff level. Yes. And it's gotten me so pumped and it's kind of shaped a little bit of my predictions. What I want to hear from you though are
1: we're we're wrapping up. There's 13 episodes left in these two seasons. That's starting out. Which which, when you say it like that only 13 episodes. Yeah. You're thinking the normal... Normal seasons like ten episodes, right? Long time to tell a story. Not really anymore.
0: It's really just one really long season. Yeah, it's going to be spanned out over like two years, maybe even longer if they say that the <laughs> shooting that they're not going to go until twenty nineteen, which would really suck. But for for another day, for another day. Um, one of the things that I noticed was there was a poll out. It was like who is most likely to die, who is least likely to die. And there were 50 options. That's how many characters there are right now. (laughs) And they're not all going to
1: make it. A lot of them are going to die. A
0: lot of them are going (laughs) to die. So in season seven,
1: who do you got? Give me a couple. Give me three. All right. My first one. Yeah. And I think this is a popular one. I'm going in order the most popular Sure. Sure. The one I think a lot of people are expecting is Cersei. Agreed. I don't think she makes it out. I don't think think so either. I think that might be the major Mm -hmm. story where we spend most of our time this year. Yeah. Is Daenerys getting to King's Landing and Mm -hmm. Cersei, you're done.
0: Yeah, I kind of think that too. Yeah. Uh, In the trailer, they show like the Dothraki and the dragon. I I think that is where it all goes down. I think Mm -hmm. that's basically them invading the South. And I think... That's eventually going to lead to Cersei dying. Yes, and and so I would agree. She was number one on my list too. And I got, so we'll go. You know, are we we'll, going we'll trade. We'll trade die? for. We'll trade are we going one for how one. How they
1: die too? Um,
0: you could do that in a second. Yeah, okay. yeah, do that. Do I mean, because right uh, I'm right now. I I as well have Cersei. Yeah. She was my number one yeah. because it just seems like she has been winning the Game of Thrones for so long, yes. but she has created way too many yes. enemies. She has the Martels. She has the Tyrells. She has the Targaryens. She has the North. Like literally enemies everywhere. And to be honest, and none of them
1: kill her. And, in and, my theory. And, okay, go. Who is so, the one person who can so get this I'm done? Thinking the scene is as Daenerys Targaryen, as the and in the Dothraki are coming through mm-hmm. uh, King's Landing. It's almost a callback to the Mad King. Okay, where. Cersei's giving the order to burn them all. Like the rest of the wildfire that's yes. under there. And who's the guy in the room? Maybe try to save his name a little bit. The Kingslayer himself. That's so wild. He becomes the Slayer. So Jaime wild. Jaime Lannister. So wild because,
0: so we go back to the prophecy, right? The Maggie yes. the Frog, all of that, that she has been fearing that she will die at the hand of her younger brother. Now she yes. always assumes it's Tyrion. And that's what everyone wants, assume, and it's, that's what they've been pushing because she's hated him for so long, and she's wanted him dead, and has basically been looking for him for a couple seasons now. I, I kind of with you with the Jamie thing. It's just he loves her so much. Yes. It would it, He would really need a huge change of heart, and I
1: Which think I she. Which I think would, he's been having. Yeah. Ever since he came back from getting his hand chopped off. Yeah. Where they weren't as close. Mm-hmm. At the. At, there's been tension there. He's tried to save it. Even in the last episode of the season, you kind of saw a little look in Jamie's eye. Like, yeah. We got a problem here. Yeah, that last look is is definitely what,
0: yeah. you know, and and here's the thing. If he doesn't fully love her, she's so dead. She's got no one but him. Him, Kyburn, yes. and, and like this mountain zombie mute. Mountain. Or, yeah, zombie <laughs> mountain. <laughs> zombie mountain, that's where we're going with. So, I'm, I'm with you on Cersei, and you know what? I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world for Jamie to do the
1: final kill. No. And I think he's had a very, like, redemptive story arc, where when you first met him, he was a total jerk, mm-hmm. very, like, pompous, pretty boy, and then ever since getting in prison and his whole journey with Brienne, he's kind of been on the uptick. He's, yeah. He's befriended more people, helps Tyrion escape. Okay. So, he's been more of a noble, almost becoming a knight. Okay. So... The reason I don't think Jamie's gonna
0: kill her is why he's my number two. <laughs> so my number two is okay. Jamie. Uh, I think the Kingslayer does not make it through the season. Okay. I think he dies in a glorious battle scene. I know he's he doesn't have his right hand, which is no. gonna be a big problem. And I just think he goes down swinging in kind of like a passionate like this is I'm gonna put my heart on the line type thing. It might be because Cersei is dead. That's kind of where I'm rolling with right now. Um, I, I know this is the complete opposite of him yeah, killing me. Cersei. No, I know. But I think he's like a, what I what do I have left to lose type thing. And he goes down to a horde of Dothraki. That is my prediction. My
1: second death, Jamie Lannister. That could be redemptive for him also. Finally mm-hmm. going out like a knight. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Me. You know what? It wouldn't be the worst yeah. thing. And, and everything that he learned from Brienne when he wasn't trying to learn from Brienne, this could be kind of like his moment of like, you know what? That's how I, I died defending and not like, you know, being a Kingslayer. Yeah. So, so I, I, kind of like that whole storyline, especially since they turned him from good guy or bad guy to good guy throughout the show. Yeah.
1: It's very weird when I'm going into who am I rooting for. And that's, I think that's the most exciting part about Daenerys finally getting there. Yeah. You've been rooting for her the whole time and then she's going to get there and there's all these other interactions, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I right. going to stay on the dead people. Give me, give I me your second death. Yeah, uh, my second one, Sir Jorah Mormont. Oh, okay. No shot. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> grayscale. An th- go and get him. Yeah, grayscale. <laughs> that's an easy one. You know, he's been he's
0: been kind of out of the picture for yeah. a little bit. He, he was yeah. supposed to go off and find the cure. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, trying, I don't I see I don't a great finding that cure. There are too many characters in this show for them to keep the one that has grayscale. So that's not a bad yeah. pick at all. Yeah. I I, I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, he's my lock.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> your lock. Yeah. That that's not a bad lock at all. That's that's pretty good. All right, so roll right into number three. Give me your third big death.
1: The third big one is Littlefinger.
0: Okay. All right. Because this I is think, this is enormous.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of the storyline this year in the North mm-hmm. is going to have to do with Littlefinger <clears throat> trying to play Sansa off of Jon. Okay. And trying to say, well, Sansa is the the trueborn. She is the Stark. She should be the warden of the North or queen of the North, as opposed to John, who's a bastard. And we'll see what happens if Bron Bron can get dragged back there. But I think I don't know exactly how it's going to happen. I yeah. hope Sansa gets him. It
0: could be Sansa, I but she, she doesn't she... really kill, so that's kind no, of a weird. But she, does feed,
1: you know. she needs a reason. She needs a reason. So if he messes with her enough, Mm -hmm. like Ramsey Bolton, she fed him to the dogs. We
0: know she doesn't trust him. She said to John in the last episode that she doesn't trust him, but that she kind of is like a, you know, keep your enemies closer type uh, aspect with him right now.
1: And I think Littlefinger's talent is just being able to slip in those cracks. Nobody actually trusts Littlefinger, Mm -hmm. but... He's been able to rank, rise up. He gets all these people to not trust him, but go with his plans, go with his schemes. He he knows how to pick the right. He's parts.
0: eventually going to cross someone, I think and they to get his. Yeah, he's gonna get his. So I I actually I love that pick. I I very much like Cersei in that he's created too many enemies. Yeah, and I think too many people untrust him, and unless you're going to get high up, and he's not high up right now. He's he's, he's Lord of the Veil. Vale. Yeah. He's Lord of the Veil vale, protector. But he's he, he's yeah. never around like. He doesn't have people protecting him because even the veil doesn't like him. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm with you there. Now my third one is going into, and this is the reason I said I, I, my prediction was shaped by the trailer, right? Okay. One of the lines was Sansa saying, uh, "When the cold winds blow, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives." And they show Jon Snow. Now they Think killed so Jon again. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not killing Jon. They're not killing Jon. They want you to believe that it's John okay. because they they show him a couple times. Yeah. They, they, he has that sweet like cut with the sword yeah. and, and they show you his back and you're like, you know what? They've killed John before. He kind of has this like DGAF attitude that he's yeah. like, you know what? If I die, I die. Don't bring me back. They're not killing him. It's Arya. Arya, Arya. is my big pick okay. for death. Now Wait, she, I, doesn't
1: she say not today to death? No. <laughs>
0: I think she, and and this is why it's weird because I'm like, is she going to be one of the, you know, the faceless men? Is she, like, you know, where is she with this? There are a lot of theories with, is she actually Arya or is she like the waif? Is this, is she just a face? Is, is she still alive out there somewhere else? So there are a lot of theories like that. I don't, I'm not buying into that. That's way too much for me to think about right right now because it just, it opens way too many doors and it takes way too long to talk about. I think... (laughs) She gets her kill of Cersei. I think okay. that could be it because I know a lot of people are going with the Jamie one and I like where you're going with that. Yes. I think she eventually gets to Cersei, Cersei via Jamie. She uses Jamie's face. That'd be awesome. How awesome would that be? <laughs> that would but be pretty good. I still think she goes down in a blaze of glory. Okay. I, I know and I now it's crazy, yeah. but what does George R.R. Martin do? He does yeah. crazy. No, they I take know. away people right as you think they, they are untouchable. Yeah. And Arya is one of the people that everyone's like, no, nah, she's not gonna die. But she's she's a part of the storyline, but only in killing people. Yeah.
1: That's true. So Live I die by think, the sword, die by the sword.
0: I know. And I, I think her list is too long. She's creating too en- too many enemies, you know, um, and I think she gets a couple of her kills left it depends where she goes if she stays up in winterfell i think she survives but if she goes on this lone wolf mission yeah. the lone wolf dies yeah. that's what i'm thinking and there's oh, a reason there's a reason that that quote is in the trailer 100% so and and a lot of people yeah. are going to go lone wolf dies who is the lone wolf everyone wants to go to jon snow yeah. because he is awesome. known as the white wolf now yeah. he's always been a loner because that's his whole thing yeah But I'm going with Arya. I think that's the one that they they get us on.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. So deep dive into it's a
0: it's a very deep dive. It's a very deep dive. And I know they've taken away Starks from us in the past. Yeah. I think Arya is the one they take from us. I think it's gonna be a shock. I think it's gonna be a big gut punch. And I and I'm I'm gonna yeah you heard it here first. (laughs) So so yeah so those are the our three death count and that's those were some pretty good ones. Those are good. Those are big (laughs) characters. Yeah. Some favorites. Yeah. I've always been a Jorah Mormont character, so yeah. so uh, 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 fans. Uh, he's,
1: so he's been good.
0: Yeah. So big, biggest question. We both had Cersei dying. Who's yeah. sitting on the throne come end of the
1: season? I think Daenerys gets yeah. that throne.
0: Okay. At the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That's that's a fair yeah. guess. So like you know, by saying that he was she was going to mm-hmm. die, Danny was the rightful pick to go on yeah. that. Um, I you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised. If it's in, if it's un, it's out there. It's yeah. just, it's gone. It's, it's nothing. Like, yeah. like King's Landing, forget about it. Dragonstone is to the, the by dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it is, or maybe it's covered in snow, like the prophecy yeah. was.
1: Well, if you, uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And when she was in the House of the Undying, that yeah, know? that's what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The House of the Undying. Yeah. That's true. I'm thinking of that angle. it's
0: a very interesting yeah. aspect. I'm with you. Is it snow
1: or ash? <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, I guess we
0: will. Or is it just like tricks of the House of the Undying? That could always be mm. it too. So but I think I think the house will or the King's Landing, that everything there yeah. will just basically become nothingness. It yeah. it won't matter anymore. No. And Dragonstone will be the real throne and well, that will be if, Danny.
1: Even if King's Landing is still staying. One of my big thoughts throughout this whole series is that King's Landing is a real shithole. Yeah, why people? There's like homeless it's, people. It's always oh, garbage. Yeah. It's awful.
0: I, I asked. I don't know why people live in there. <laughs> I asked Brendan Engelstad, our friend, <laughs> who's suggest. another who's another big fan of Game of Thrones. I'm like, why does anyone think the Lannisters can defend? Like they've never fought anything ever. Like, they, uh, well, actually, they, they have, but they've only fought out on the lands when they had a lot of people. Yeah, they were losing to Rob Stark. Rob Stark was dominating for a while there, and then the you know yeah. they won because of the red wedding. Yeah. And but then the
1: Blackwater, they weren't really winning that one either. No, I Diamond's know. Troops got in.
0: Yeah, and and Tyrion had a big like you know the 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 wildfire That's thing. Pretty so, scheme yeah, so like it just only. seems like I'm like, is this Lannister army much to be dealt with? I don't think they're going to hold down the no. gates that much. No, and I don't think they're going to beat the uh, the Unsullied slash no. uh, Dothraki. Yeah, so I don't see that happening. Now,
1: slash Ironborn. Slash Ironborn.
0: Yeah. So, slash leads me to my next one. <laughs> ne- ne- leads me to my next one. There's got to be. I want to know if you've got a special alliance coming. And I'll lead with mine first to, yes. to just change it up a little bit. The alliance that I'm talking about, hold on. Um, the alliance that I'm talking about that I don't think anyone has looked at yet but has to be considered is Yron Greyjoy, and Cersei. She has so many enemies, but she could lean on Euron, who, what does he want? He wants to be on the throne. He wants to be a king. He yeah. just wants to be a king. She is the queen. That is, like, the easiest connection right there.
1: Yara Yara already beat him out to Daenerys, mm-hmm. so he's got no shot, because that was his hope at the end of the season, that right. he'd go find Daenerys. Mm-hmm.
0: And no, and and you're right. The like, Greyjoy like, kids. Quick
1: return. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So he's like, you know what? I'm going the other way because he just seems like a power hungry guy. Mm. Um, I think if he does make it out of the Iron Islands, I don't really know where this like where that storyline is going. But if I'm gonna pick an allegiance, and it seems like there are a lot of allegiance coming and everything like that, that's my big one. I'm going with so. You know, whether it's a, whether, whether yours is, like, an individual character yeah. that meets up, you know, a lot of people are saying, does the Hound, you know, does he stick with the, uh, a brother in, brothers without Banner? Well, I love. Yeah, I think they're great. There's I some, think.
1: I wish they had a more expanded role. I there, love I, that they showed. My for a spinoff. Yeah. Like, do it within the time in the show, so, mm-hmm. like. You know the other stuff. Going yeah, on anyway. and you have
0: Thoros of Mere. You yeah. have uh, uh,
1: Barristan Dondarian. That, that group in the books is awesome.
0: That's one of the. That's, that's one of the, the connections I want to see happen. Is the Hound hangs with them, yeah. and I don't really know what they're going to do if they're going to storm King's I think Landing. They're going north. I think they're going north. Yeah, yeah I think that's where they were. Thoros
1: of Mir had had seen in the fires what's coming. Yeah. Okay. So we could get Hound. Mm-hmm hound or some white walkers.
0: And I wouldn't even be surprised if the red witch made it over with them. But yeah. my connection is is um Euron Greyjoy and Cersei. I think that's a like that. natural two bad guys. We don't like yeah. them and uh they want the same thing. So, what do you think?
1: I'd like to see um the grandmother, uh, what is her name? Elena Olenna Elena Tyrell. Yeah. I want to see Daenerys get in touch with her.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Because
1: that's a, that's a power duo. And you know Those what? Two take over.
0: That's great because Olenna kind of needs to she, like. Like
1: she's got the Dornish. Mm-hmm. She's got the mortels. Yeah. Got a. Kinda... I wanted to put them in all the sand stakes in my death. Yeah, right, like, that would be I a great one. Dornoff. Just like, just
0: like chop Dorn off. I mean, hey, they're gonna have to kill some of the good guys just, sooner or later. Just
1: the producers going, yeah, we messed up.
0: There are so <laughs> many people that have grouped with Daenerys right now. Yeah, they're gonna have to kill off some of these people. Yeah, and I think the Dornish would be a, an an easy one. Oh yeah, yeah, like they try to attack from the south and they don't get it yeah. done. Oops, they want revenge, but. Everyone but wants they're revenge. So on revenge. They're so blinded. Not it. everybody can kill Cersei. Only yeah. one person can kill Cersei.
1: She's like the big prize. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like
0: who's gonna get to kill her? Yeah, and if it ends up being Jamie, that would take away from a lot of other people. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I picked Arya to kill yeah. her. But I'm with you. I'd I love think to see Olenna to her list. Yeah, I mean, she's just got too many people going in different directions. She yeah. has. So if we're looking at the list, she still has the Hound, mm-hmm. uh, Barrack Dondarrion. And uh, Thoros of Mir. They're in the north. The Red Witch, we don't know where she is. She left the wall, yeah. but she's in the north somewhere. Arcan
1: just really hates everyone.
0: She just hates like, everyone. She still got a, um, <laughs> a Cersei. Yeah. She still has um, Ilan Payne, who was the guy who beheaded him.
1: Oh, she got Ilan Payne. Okay.
0: No, no, no. She got um, Marin Trant. Marin Trant. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I know. It's a common mistake yeah. that Tr- Marin Trant, Illum Payne. <laughs> Illum Payne was the beheader. Marin Trant was. Line <laughs> is, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She got Marin Trant. Good, too. That was yeah, that that was good. one of that the best that She got Walder Frey.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Joffrey's dead. So a lot of the ones are dead, but yeah. she would have to go into different directions to get these kills. Yeah, would be wild. So I, I don't really see it happening. Unless they're going to explain it off
1: by, like, faceless magic or something.
0: That's true. That that's another way to get it. I don't think she gets her full list. I think she dies. That was my prediction.
1: But that would be something. Yeah. I
0: love your Olena and Daenerys connection. I, mean, I think that's great. I think Olena. I think that's more
1: for after Daenerys takes over though.
0: Okay. I think Olena I mean, needs though, someone like, to like tutor. That's she, a power cap. She had that with yeah. her granddaughter, who she like fucking loved. Yeah. And I feel like she's got she's gonna support someone somehow. Yeah. So I kinda like that.
1: For so like a whole like her little council or of Tyrion. Uh, who else is with her still? She's still got... Well, she... Tyrion uh, came. Mm-hmm. Melisandre, <laughs> or Missendy, Missindee, yeah. Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. Who, like... Those two don't really She just lost Jorah, and she just Jorah's left... Gone. And she left Daria Naharis. She left Daria Naharis. So you throw... Olena Tyrell on there, mm-hmm. and now we're cooking with fire.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot too. Oh, plus, and she doesn't. Uh, Varys,
1: Varys yeah, will be a, there. Varys will be good, there. That's a good group. Yeah, no, she's lead. got the
0: council finally. Yeah. Like you look at, she's gonna have to have a small council when she's mm. like queen. She's already got it there. Yeah. So like that's that's people that that's she good. has, and Olena would definitely be one. Like almost like master of coin, basically because they are the money. Yeah. So and she's gonna need that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so jumping to the next one, this is my, like, awards time. Yeah. Okay, I want – the big three are going to be most improved, your biggest disappointment, and the MVP. Okay. Okay, we'll go one by one. So give give me your uh, most improved. All right, so my most
1: improved.
0: Hmm. And that, like, you know, for the listeners, what I'm talking about is from season start to season end, who took the biggest climb of they weren't doing really great, and then it ended up pretty freaking great. Like last year, a good one would be Jon Snow. He yeah. started the season dead <laughs> and, and by the end of the season, Jon Snow retook Winterfell, killed his biggest enemy, reunited with his sister. Most improved was easily Jon Snow. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, what do you got for this year's most improved? Someone who started out really low,
1: finishes That's the I'm season to, I'm pretty to pick high someone who's in a bad position. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Cuz they kind of let everyone Doing okay. Mm-hmm. hmm Like I mean, except for the people that died. Yeah, a lot of the people, <laughs> a lot yeah. of people who were doing shitty got killed. A lot <laughs> they got of pe- blown up. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: A lot of people are dead. So yeah. so unless they're like that. Yeah. Um, here's I'm gonna lead with Mom. Yeah. Um My pick for most improved is Dario Naharis. He ended last year left heartbroken yeah. and stuck outside of Westeros, right? I think he makes his way back. I think Dario Naharis comes back to the show and by the end of the season sees Daenerys and I think they're going to hook up. I think Daenerys actually loves him and I think they're going to revisit that romance. And for that reason alone, he'll be by her side. She'll realize I don't need a high power king because I have all these houses already you know, and I beat Cersei. I think it's going to be late. But I think Dario Naharis is going to be the one to come in and be the most improved. Comes from he literally, and he'll be the most improved on the show ever if he's yeah. the king of the world oh, yeah. next to her side.
1: He's going from a cell sword, basically. Exactly, yeah, like a slave, yeah. yeah. So, so that's that my pick. Too bad. Mm-hmm. I gotta go then. I gotta go with what I was going off before with the alliance. I want to say, yeah. I gotta go with the Queen of Thorns, Aleta Tyrell. Okay, that's not and bad. She goes from her whole family getting blown up by yeah. wildfire, as low as it can be, yeah. having to deal with the sand snakes. Mm-hmm. So they popped up. The collective groan across America was like, oh, "Yeah, we're still doing it." Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I like so that. Then she ends up with Dana- if she can find her way in there. I like get that, in with Daenerys. That's a big bump. There aren't a lot of good picks
0: for Most Improved right now because yes. of the way last season ended. Yes. You were either dead or you're a high up <laughs> and you're about to go at it with another person yeah. that's high up. So I kind of like that pick. Um, she is going to be a factor into this season. Gotta so I, She's
1: got to be. She's too I, good not to be. Yeah, exactly. I like the whole character in itself.
0: So Most Improved, we got Darren Naharis right. and Elena Tyrell. I like those picks. Give me your biggest disappointment.
1: Biggest disappointment.
0: Yeah. So, like, based on yeah. what we should expect, what expect from this character and what you expect to really fall down flat on their face. And this could be, yeah. and it doesn't have to be a single character, yeah. it could be an event. Maybe the war It will be disappointing, maybe... I don't
1: think the war itself will be disappointing. Mm-hmm. I think the war itself is going to be wild. Okay. But I think we're only seeing the first war. Because yes. they're always talking about in all the prophecies, the wars to come, the wars to come. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, that wars has an S on it, multiple. Yeah. So, yes. We know of two, really, mm-hmm. that are coming. I think the war in the north, the Great War, nothing's happening there. Okay. I really think this, which by extension, my disappointment might just end up being Jon Snow's storyline. Yeah. I don't think he does all that much. I really hope I'm proven wrong because I really mm-hmm. hope. That Bran Stark makes it back and is like, "Hey, by the way, uh, we're cousins." Yeah, like and just F- like FYI, yeah. because
0: Bran's the only and one that knows right now.
1: Only one right now. Yeah, and I, him, I'm actually kind of excited to find out more. He is very important right now. Now he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, storyline wise, he's gonna be a big one. Mm-hmm. So, if, that's if, if you're going with I'm if you're going with disappointment yeah. is just like the North, just the like north, the Wall yeah. action, because I think.
0: We're going to have to wait get... seven episodes. We're going to have to wait till to next season yeah, for that.
1: Next year is going to be the Great War.
0: So I could totally I see that. If humanity survives. I can totally see them basically just inching towards that. Like they go north, they get a battle, they lose a battle or whatever. Yeah. There are ways to go about that. I think they'll tease us a little bit.
1: Yes. But I think you're right. I, I think they pop up at I the, think, end of
0: the year. Yeah, I think the final season is all basically going to be the rest yeah. of the world versus the White Walkers, yeah. the Army of the Dead, all that stuff. And so it's I, I I like you where you're leaning with that.
1: If you really think of it. Yeah. Anybody down south of the phrase mm-hmm. or past the Twins, not a lot of people have actually seen or will believe that there's White Walk.
0: Yeah, no, they do, they are right. still in neglect really and ignorant. Yeah. So I like that as your pick for Biggest Disappointment. My biggest disappointment are going to be the Greyjoy-Brother-Sister combo. Okay. I think they die. I think they get killed by Euron in that war. I think that there are just too many good guys right now. They're going to be killing people them. off. That is my pick right now. I think Euron takes them, and he ends up joining part of this Cersei battle against Daenerys. Maybe John just to slip his way in. Yeah, just to slip his way in to become more of like a, a like a threat to the the throne, or basically just to the good guys as we know. Yeah. So. I like that. I think the Greyjoys, like, right now, oh, they got their ships. They're in Daenerys' good favor. Everything's going great for them. Mm. I think they're going to die. I think their big bad uncle Euron is going to have them meet their maker, and they're going to end up... Because they just, to me, they don't hold enough of the future to be in the show much longer. So I I have them die. Yeah, their stories are kind of... It's coming to an end.
1: It's pretty conclusive. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: like, it's like, you know, I like them. I like that Theon's kind of, like, come back from being Reek. Yeah, But
1: I think somebody's got to die. Yeah. Somebody's got to die. Maybe he gets, like, one last, like, one brave moment where, like, stuff's going crazy and he doesn't turn into Reek. But, Mm -hmm. like, he's Theon. Yeah. And then, like, he's dead. Yeah, no, I I, I, I kind
0: of think that's how it goes is that he dies on top. Yeah. but he still dies to the hands of his yeah. uncle so biggest disappointment I'm going with is just the Greyjoys, Greyjoys. they go down and you look at Balon's dead yeah. now Yara's gonna be dead and, and Theon yeah. and then it'll just be Euron kind of teaming up with Cersei will it be too Probably late going to be dead yeah, I mean, yeah, he could, yeah, she'll probably be dead. Maybe Euron will be dead soon. So, like, you know, I, I kind of think it makes that makes you too.
1: wonder who's gonna live in these places after I, this.
0: I know and it's <laughs> got a lot of castles. To fill. One of the one of the big things that I'm really scared about is that they will kill Jon Snow because somehow we are going to have to have that threat in the North come through. And what if they defeat the Wall yeah. and get past it and start moving? It's like then we're in trouble, right? Yeah. So I don't really know. There are so many theories. There's so mm. much to go through with the North that's kind of just easy to just not look at it right now and just be like, you know what? <laughs> we will talk about the North when that even comes up because right now it just doesn't even seem like that. But that's for my biggest disappointment. <coughs> Sorry, another no, cough. Good. I tried to avoid it. <laughs> um, it will be the Greyjoy brother yeah. sister combo. Okay. So, okay. All right. MVP
1: talk. Give me a the dragons. Dragons. They're going to wreak havoc. They're going to just pure... I mean, literally fire flames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they're going to come swoop in. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to swoop through. I do think one might get lost in the struggle.
0: So, that is a common thought right oh, now. Is that you don't need long. three dragons, right? No. So, they might kill one off, which is yeah. going to be, like, gut-wrenching because... I, like, I'm the type that anytime a dog dies
1: in a movie, I'm yeah. just like, you know, fuck that. Like, I saw John Wick think, last week, and I, like, lost my goddamn I party. think that's really what they're going to be playing off. Yeah. The, oh, the dragon died. Big mm-hmm. tears. Big yeah, tears. Big tears. Um, But, yeah, I think one of them gets got. Because mm-hmm. there aren't, there's all old stories of how dragons can get killed. I mean, mm-hmm. they literally do they get died, killed eventually. Yeah, They died. Yeah. So, I think one of them gets got.
0: But they do enough damage to warrant MVP. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that's a fair
0: pick. And you know what? My MVP, I'll just piggyback right off that. We're going Daenerys. Yeah. Da- I mean, like, she is the it's mother it's of name. the dragons. Yeah. And she, right now, is on her way... To Westeros, which if she just steps down yeah. on Westeros, which is the plan, I think right there she's MVP for finally oh, yeah. getting to fucking Westeros. Yes. So yeah. So that's a big one for me yeah. is that she's finally on the right side she's of the planet. Got seven
1: years of story culminating.
0: Exactly, and yeah. I think she ends up just sitting upon the throne, whether yes. it's in Dragonstone or whether it's in King's Landing. And I think at the end of the season, she is queen
1: bee, yeah. and everything is is beneath her. Yeah, and I think she's got to start teaming up with Jon. I think that's where we're headed. I do think I got a hustle award, I got an extra coaches award. Oh, okay, okay. For my man Samuel Tarley. I think he's gonna Wow. I think he's gonna finally pick up the right book. Okay. And figure out either how to make Valerian steel Interesting. how that'll be big. How to defeat the White Walkers. I think he comes up with the solution. I don't think he's physically capable of executing the solution.
0: So supporting actor award, basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love that.
1: But he's got to do something there.
0: Okay. So we're calling that the hustle slash supporting actor? Yes. Okay. All right. That's where I'll kind of lean with, um, you know, like back to my point on Dario is that like, you know, he comes in late in the game and just, yeah, (laughs) a lot of hustle across the ocean on your own. Six man award.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Six man (laughs) award right there.
0: Um He's or
1: J.R. Smith qualities against or Award too. or
0: get this one this is one that no one's going to be talking <laughs> yeah. about maybe just maybe and this is like a really far stretch jock and hagar comes and yeah. helps arya All i right. it, it seems so yeah. so not going to happen yeah but maybe like she is the lone maybe wolf. You so if if my lone wolf prediction of her dying doesn't happen, I think she has a little bit help of the faces. So I think Hustle Award, Faceless Men, the No Ones, you yeah. know, that. So, all right, so I, I hear you out there. Now, all right, we picked MVP, we picked that. Yeah. Um I want your your season 7 lock. Okay? Give me just what whatever it is. No Correct. no matter what this cannot not happen this has okay. to happen
1: Cersei's gonna die
0: Cersei's gonna die that's I your think big that's lock
1: the, that's the lock
0: yeah okay and and uh, I will also go right off out. of that my big lock is Daenerys will be on the yeah. throne at the end of the season
1: I think that's where we're headed
0: yeah I don't think I mean you know this is there's a reason you pick locks is yeah. that it's not good, you know Kentucky wins the first round yeah like that's what a lock is and this is gonna happen now Cersei has made too many we talked about this Cersei's made too many enemies and Daenerys has too many friends now. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Yeah. And maybe Daenerys doesn't numbers kill her, game. but it's going to be her army that gets to her. Yeah. And it's just not yeah. going to be enough. So it, you're right. It's a numbers game. That's a good lock. Now, we kind of did the bold predictions. Yeah. We've been
1: sprinkling yeah them we we kind
0: time. of sprinkled them in. So give me one bold prediction that you don't think people are really talking about, that you think maybe might go under the radar a little bit. You know, give me something.
1: All right, I would hate this, too. Oh, okay. I was thinking this on the way over here. Yeah. The stupid stand stakes. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get the mountain. I think they're going to get them with poison. Oh. I do hope he explodes all their heads next to each other. Yeah. For, like, just countless hours of wasted time. Okay. But I think they get the little lace with poison, and I think Kyburn hopefully is dead and can't resurrect him again. Yeah, Which stinks, because then you can't get Cleganebowl. Which doesn't look like it. Yeah, good. that's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. Would have been yeah. cool, but not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's a, that's a good one. Now, I, I, I looked at my bold predictions, and I was like, I kind of already said them. My <laughs> plan was to say three bold predictions, but bold prediction one was Arya dying. Okay. Bold prediction two was uh, was uh, Euron Greyjoy joining right. up forces, and bold prediction three was, of course, Dario Naharis coming back. So... I know I already said all of those, but one bold prediction that we we kind of touched on before, that um that like we didn't mention is that a dragon would die. Um, I think I think you're right. I think a dragon does get got. So that's my my bold prediction is that one of them, not sure whom. uh, I'd be really, you know, it doesn't even matter to me. Like at this point, it's probably not going to be Drogon, but it could be Drogon. That would be okay. the big one because it's like, hey, they yeah. kill her yeah, big dragon. Hers, but the one
1: she rides.
0: But yeah. I, yeah, I don't see that happening. But I do think the yeah. bold prediction a dragon's dead. All right. So I don't know how bold that is, but when you couple it with my other three bold predictions, it's pretty good. All right. I got one
1: more. Okay. I think. Yeah. Let's go too early. Too early to predict beginning or end of this year where the pieces lay on the chessboard here and yeah. what are they trying to do. Okay. So, so we got Daenerys. I think we're both pretty together on Daenerys' in King's Landing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or wherever. But she's the queen. She's queen. What's she trying to do? What's her next move? Her next move after that. Like so it, one thing people... Like she could get complacent. She like, could. Right, I'm here. She could. But she's got to collect the houses. Mm-hmm. One thing
0: people aren't pointing out is that everyone wants to... like. Everyone is so ready for her and Jon Snow to team up, right? Yeah. She doesn't, A, know who Jon Snow is. No, She doesn't know that he's related. Yeah. And she doesn't think the Starks are her friends. No. So as much as the Starks and her share the same enemy, they are also, you know, Ned Stark was the one who led the Rebe- Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. But Ned right Stark hand was man. the right-hand man in the sack of King's Landing that basically killed her family. Yeah. So she has no reason to like Baratheons, Lannisters, or Starks. No. So really, the only reason... She's friends with the Tyrells and Martells because of common enemy. That's really the only thing right now. Right now, she has no reason to like the Starks. So they're either going to gloss that over, or they got to fix that. Or she's not going to be friends with Jon Snow, but everyone's ready for it, like all the photo shoots and everything that they have, the two of them together, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's getting to a point where it's like, okay, we get it. It's
1: inevitable that they meet.
0: It's inevitable, oh, of course, yeah, they have to cross paths. They're the two biggest characters in the show, but, you know what? One's ice,
1: the other's fire. Yeah, it's just one (laughs) thing
0: that needs to be tackled. Yeah. So, I think her and Jon Snow may not even meet till next season. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think we end here with Daenerys, like she's got to collect the houses now. Once, once she wins, she needs to do like what Aegon the Conqueror did yeah. go around the kingdoms, mm-hmm. not uh, either beat or unite them. Mm-hmm. Same type of thing she was doing overseas. I think we end with her getting into Westeros, yeah, and that all starting, and that's where I think Jon's relationship with Tyrion comes ah, into play.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: And Tyrion helps him out.
0: Okay, that that could be that could so be I a see good one. Tyrion
1: still having a little role here.
0: So, so our boy who we haven't mentioned at all this episode is Davos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he is going to be the voice of reason for Daenerys. I think he's the one who delivers the message from the North, whether he's with John or with whomever. I think come the end of the season, once Daenerys has won the crown, she's on the throne, John is going to send Davos, or he's going to be with Davos or whatever, but Davos is going to be part of the message that says, guess what? You just won that war. Yeah. The big war is we coming. We've got a big one, We've yeah. got a big one yeah. and and it's and it's here. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where her chess pieces are. Like, all right, let's go. Let's yeah. go north. Yeah, I think that's and how season.
1: I th- I think that's how the season ends. Yeah, and then start it.
0: Unbelievable. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that is as good as a Game of Thrones preview as I've ever heard, and none of it's gonna happen. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Cersei's just gonna kill everybody and then just sit on the throne for another season and a half. Yeah, no. It'll be something else. Maybe maybe the Night King ends up like becoming the king of the world. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something yeah. if they end it with just like the bad guys winning? <laughs> like It would be so Game of Thrones for them it, to do that.
1: It, it, it. <laughs> just everybody pissed. Like, I was watching this for eight years. Just for them to- the stupid guys in the first scene.
0: And then we'll just be like,
1: God, that was so awesome. Yeah. It would oh, just be... be cool. it, would, it would be so crazy. If well, it, there's times where you watch a show where you're like, none of, these, none of these people deserve to live. Kill them all. Go Night King. These guys are all idiots.
0: There are <laughs> theories among theories among theories for us to go on for like eight episodes of yes. this. We don't have the time. No. I cannot wait for this week's episode. Very I think I'm going to like just turn off my phone and just like turn off the world and, and be tuning in. That be great. So yeah. So... That was our Game of Thrones review. Alright. This was my co host Owen Stewart. Thanks for having me. Thank Appreciate you so much it. for the, coming the on. Boy episode. Yeah. The first time you've been on in since <laughs> since the vault episode.
1: <laughs> episode
0: 0. 0.5. Back in January, the 0. 0.5 episode. Eventually we'll release that. But for now, thank you very much. Alright, thank you, Jake. Want to thank Owen Stewart for being my co host this week. Did a great job talking baseball and Game of Thrones. Uh, the big Game of Thrones preview is what everyone wanted to talk about this week, so of course, was going to make that the big thing. But um, didn't want to get out of here without a little bit of the other action that we're used to. I uh, want to do a one minute movie review, real quick, of an all time favorite of mine, Jaws. You know, this, uh, this past week, it's 4th of July week, and one of the classic 4th of July movies is Jaws. It just celebrated its 42nd anniversary of coming out in late June, and it takes place 4th of July and and uh, Amity Island, which uh, is supposed to take place in New York, based on the book Jaws, which is based on the book The 12 Days of Terror, which was uh, actually a, a true story that took place in Shark River in New Jersey. And it was 12 days of multiple shark attacks. And it was written. I've actually met the writer before he came. He did like a whole thing at the Spring Lake Community uh, Center. And it was really cool. It's I, I don't know what it is about like the sharks and everything like that. Because I'm not as into it as others are. But I'm still really into it. And I think it's a whole like a lot of fun when they do the whole shark week and everything like that. But I think it's pretty sweet. Um, <clears throat> Jaws is one of my top Top five movies of all time. I, I recently has number six, but uh, I think it's I think it cracks my top five. Um, takes place like I said in Amity. Um, you have Roy Scheider is the main character. He plays uh, Captain Brody, Sheriff Brody, and the book is actually a little bit more gruesome. I learned this week um, in the book, Hooper sleeps with Brody's wife. And then shoots Brody after they kill the shark. So, like, it would have been a much more brutal movie had they not, like, <clears throat> you know, changed it up a little bit. That was, a, I mean, kind of like a crazy, crazy book ending that I never saw coming for for the movie. But, uh, but yeah, I love the movie. It's great. You know, it's about the shark attacks and Amity... Uh, and they, no one wants to believe it because they want to say it's a, a boat propeller, or it's like, oh, a boy went missing, or oh, it's not a great white shark, or oh, they caught the shark. The mayor's always looking for excuses, yet it eventually comes down to a, nope, it's we got to go find the shark, and they go hunt the shark in the ocean. The shark basically fights back, kills one of the guys. Uh, they make a bunch of movies after it, which are garbage. But Jaws, the original, great fucking movie. It's a classic. Ten out of ten uh you can quote it all the time there are so many quotes like you know we're gonna need a bigger boat or you know me and my cousin pat we drunk quote uh like the song that he sings in a, you know the farewell farewell and adieu to your fair spanish ladies they it, out of context it's stupid but in context it's a, it's just so great so jaws is on my highly recommend w- list uh July is a great time to watch it. There are a lot of times that you'll see it on like theaters, like uh, Count Basie Theater aired it a couple weeks ago. Uh, some parks will play it. Uh, there's a, uh, you know, some beaches will play it on top of like a big projector screen. So check it out. Go check out Jaws. I know a lot of people know it's a good movie, but it, it holds up. After all this time, it still holds up. And finally, I want to end the episode talking about The Bachelorette. So, not even talking about the last couple weeks or whatever. I just want to go into the final four. We are at Hometowns. Okay. There are four guys left. Brian, Peter, Eric, and Dean. Okay. Now, a lot of these guys, you know, they've basically been the leaders in the clubhouse for a while. They cut a couple of the randos this week. The, you know, like the Matts and the Adams or those guys where you're like, no, mm, they're not really going anywhere. Um, so, I, I wasn't surprised by this at all. I always thought Dean was a Final Four member. I always thought Peter and Brian were going to be, going to be there ever since the season started. Eric is a little surprising because he kind of like topped off like really early in the season. He kind of freaked out, and I'm like that usually comes back to bite you, but it didn't bite him. He, she sees that side of him that's nice, and uh, and that's why he's still there. I think Dean isn't going to have enough to win it. <coughs> And I think that Dean will be the best pick to be next year's Bachelor. They need to go younger. He's too much younger than her uh, for her to pick him. But I think he'll be a great pick to be Bachelor next season. So, you know, he's very likable. He's nice. Um, I think Dean is a good pick for next season's Bachelor. In terms of winning this year, The winner this year, um, uh, it's still tough to say. Uh, I i think she really has a big crush on Brian. I don't think she's going to end up picking Eric. Um, I just don't see that happening. I'm not sure how hometown's going to go. I didn't look at the preview for this week. But I think Brian and Peter will be her final two. I think she'll pick Peter. I think she connects with him. I think she understands him. I think they just... Are on another level than all the other. I think her attraction towards Brian is really big, but they don't connect on the same level that her and Peter do. So I think Peter is going to end up being the winner. He's been the pick for quite some time now. I think Brian will be second, and um, you know he's going to be pretty old, so that's why he won't be the pick for the Bachelor. I think Dean is an easy Bachelor pick. Um, and then we're hey, we're only a couple weeks away from Bachelor in Paradise, so. Pretty uh, pretty awesome stuff. Next week will be the big hometown episode. I'll be sure to go into that plenty and analyze how they went and make my like final prediction. Even though I'm pretty sure none of that's gonna change. That's kind of how the Bachelor goes. But this should be interesting stuff. The home stretch and um and we'll do a little bit of a season recap next week too. Once you're uh, once you're that late in the game, it's uh you know it's easy to and you know who knows it might even go right to the final soon. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they if she cut up because she is not afraid to make big cuts. I don't think they want to do that, but I wouldn't be surprised. So so there it goes. That was my episode. Uh, we're over an hour long. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed it. This was big on baseball and Game of Thrones. Everything else kind of took a, a wild second seat to that. but hope you hope you enjoyed episode 12. Next week is episode 13. We're kind of running out of Brown's quarterbacks to talk about. Um and uh and yeah hope you're still enjoying it. Again, if you want a shirt, comment, like, subscribe, do all all the the retweeting and all that stuff so that I get more popular. Um and text me your shirt order. I'm going to put them out. I'm going to make place the order on Friday, get that first order going and uh and if you want a shirt, let me know. You can text me, you can comment on the Instagram, comment on my Facebook, do whatever. Uh, But you want to get one of these shirts because then once you're a contributor to the Jake podcast, you'll get all the perks of that of a podcast contributor, which down the road, that will be better than it is right now. So hope you enjoyed this week, and I will see you come next week.